And now, a brand new episode of Script to Screen Spotlight here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard. episode of Script to Screen here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. I'm your host, Al Mahana, and uh, as, as <laughs> happened the last you time... You broke it. My, uh, yeah, <laughs> you ruined it. My GoPro isn't working, so <laughs> apparently uh, I don't have time to fix this. If it's airing out, I don't want to mess with the previous recording, <laughs> so... We'll just let the GoPro thing die for you now. You'll have the one side GoPro Yeah, today. Yeah, we'll just record you on your end. People yeah. don't need to see my face. It's cool. Oh, it's cool. Um, <laughs> nice face, man. Oh, there I am. There, you are. Are. there he is. You got a nice face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Um, we'll prob- I'll try. Well, you, you're trying to sell this based on my face? <laughs> God help you guys. If Our faces. Not, if you're not completely clued in, uh, this episode <laughs> is uh, dedicated to comedies. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's not the documentary one. No, it's, it's not. And it's it's uh. also not the uh, the biopic one. Oh, either. Okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so um, essentially, what's uh, let's see, is it working now? Just, oh, okay. Just give up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we need your face, bro. All right. We maybe, need maybe, it. Maybe now it'll work. All right. We can't do it without you, man. <laughs> <laughs> we need you. Um, so as you hear, we are not alone uh, on this episode. We are not uh, 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 just uh, Hod and I uh, sitting around chit-chatting. Uh, today we have a very special guest. Uh, uh, indeed, a indeed, good indeed. friend of, of Hod's and soon to be a good friend of mine, hopefully. Yeah. Well, um, it depends how this episode goes, man. <laughs> Let's see. It's a first date. <laughs> It's Why are you a, behind the window? Like, <laughs> like I feel like you don't want to be next no, to me. No, because I tech my show, so ah, I don't have okay. anybody teching uh, for me. It's like me. prison oh. visits, you Is know? You have, you have the glass and... Oh, we, we can't curse on this show. No, you I can't, just can't say any bad right. words. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. <laughs> All right, good. I just so, had to double check that. <laughs> The voice that you hear is, is uh, hopefully is someone uh, very familiar to you guys. Uh, it's the one and only uh, Lebanese stand-up comedian, Lebanese-Australian, Lebanese, Australian, Lebanese uh, pure... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, so Lebanese <laughs> stand-up comic and Virgin Radio host, Anthony Salemi. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Hello, welcome. Uh, yeah, so you're allowed to say Virgin Radio on this other... Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, not I mean, like a Biggie Tupac no, rival. No, no. No, no. no. Uh, I mean, good. we're cool. We're open. Yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the, we have to be open, right? Yeah. We, I guess we have to accept each other. It's all about and, being you know, open and yeah. you know coming together yeah. and making babies. Yeah. What? Sure. <laughs> Say you know? what? Say what, what? indeed. Uh. <laughs> All right. So um, for any of our listeners who, who don't know who uh, Anthony is, because uh, we do uh, stream as a podcast yeah. uh, on Script to Screen, and we do have many listeners uh, all around the world, not to gloat or anything. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all around the world, yeah, yeah. All the countries, all the capitals, yeah. they listen to us. They you listen know? to yeah. Script to Screen. Well, it's, I, their, it's, their day, it's their weekly routine. You can't, you can't blame them. It's a, it's a damn good show. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
Thank you. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So why don't you just kind of give us a little quick brief as to how you got into this whole radio slash stand-up comic thing. Well, and, I mean, uh, listen, do you want the, the short or the long? I'll give you the short story, right? Sure. So uh, I was shooting porn. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, <laughs> oh. no, I'm joking. Um <laughs> This I, is gonna be a fun episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I won't curse. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you got the beef already. You got the dumb button. We don't have that here. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, please <laughs> be careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, I, I finished high school. Um, it, it's weird when you're here in Lebanon and tell people you didn't go to university. Yeah, they're, they're like, what? what? You didn't go to university? You I'm don't like, have oh. a degree? Yeah, like I'm, I didn't even past high school um but you know I, it just for me I, I always knew that I was ending the end goal was somewhere in entertainment you know okay and I went and I studied acting and theater and I dropped out of that too and um and then I just got into some masrahiyat and oh, okay, by auditions cool. and like comedies and yeah. then from there just uh, I had directors that were stand-up comedians and you know, it just, it just kind of was like a snowball effect. Then this guy sees you in a TV show and then this guy asks you for this TV show. It, it just that, kind of one thing led to the next. That was in Australia. In Australia, yeah. uh, which led to uh, Virgin Radio knocking on my door and saying, hey, we're launching in Lebanon. Um, you ever thought about doing radio? And I was, I was at the start, I said, no. I'm mm. like, no, no, radio is not for me. And then I thought, you know, I'll try it for a year. I love Lebanon. Um, and six years later, <laughs> I'm not trying to brag, number one breakfast show in the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, but in saying that, this radio station's awesome too. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, man, just sitting here uh, on uh, script to screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing what we do. Doing yeah. what we do, talking about what we love to talk about, yeah. which is movies. Um, cool. Thanks well, for having me, guys. Of seriously. course. I mean, uh, I visit them once per week on, in their studio. You so do. The, the you, do you do. You do betray the show once a week. Well, I mean, well, it gets dirty. We, once we a have week. like a hugging relationship, me we and do. Anthony. Okay, it's a, it's a hugful hug fest. Uh, you, you, how often do you hug this guy? Every uh, time I see him. How good is it to hug him? It's it's fantastic. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, it's it's like a very very warm and like ladies uh, loving hug. Winter is coming. All right, Get I'm not yourself. talking not Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm talking about winter is here. Get yourself somebody to hug. Yeah, Hattie is the man. Yes, he is. Hugging, yes, he is. and we'll see what what happens after the. Hug. Well, you know, you know, you know, you never know. <laughs> I'm just a bachelor. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's dig right in here and start talking about our. Uh, uh, favorite comedies uh, they, they could be either film or television uh, uh, oriented uh, as long as they're your favorites so oh, uh, man TV too yeah yeah wow. we got like three or four hours for the show <laughs> or like seven no oh, man. no no we don't um, all right so Anthony go ahead and and uh, start us off here oh my god this is too hard like are we talking what do we we want to do segments of my life or just in general or, or what are we talking like this is just, just give us one of them what, what tv or film it go doesn't for, matter go for go for a movie all right let's go for a movie um that let, let's start from a really young age a, yeah. a movie a comedy that stuck with me at a really young age would have to be Naked Done with Leslie Nielsen. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, oh, yes. Such a great, great, great movie. Like the, I just, this movie for me was, it, it was 
one of the first times that I kind of understood what a comedy was compared to like an action or a drama. Yeah. I would have been just a young kid. And, you know, so many of those scenes stand out clear in my mind and this whole storyline and from it's I miss comedies like that, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll we'll be talking about how much we miss comedies uh, like that man. later on in the show. But, but it's all it's all about Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, and, and that movie. I mean, he's hilarious. Yeah. And and the funny thing is, he started at, at a relatively old age. He wasn't yep. very young when he started. Doing I know, comedies. and he was in serious movies yeah. first, right? He's a serious yeah. actor. Absolutely. And then he comes and hits us. With that, and he was an airplane before that. Yeah, he was. And then he did this. Airplane was good, but Naked Gun for me was just, you know, you had Priscilla Presley yeah. in there and OJ Simpson and exactly. it, just his partner, Norm. Like, it, it was just a, the whole cast, I think, just kind of, you know, even the bad guy. They didn't see bad guys like that anymore. He had the ring and the curly gray yeah. hair and. Look, it was it was a definitely a, a, a completely different time when it came to comedies. People weren't so nervous about offending anyone yeah, or someone yeah. getting sad or and you know like I've spoken out loud about this all the time. But like PC culture just killed comedy, man. Oh, it, like, you know, PC culture killed art in, yeah, general, in general. You know, yeah, like people, art is not necessarily a painting on a piece of canvas or whatever. Like art is, you know, comedy or whether it's stand up or mm-hmm. jazz or any creating some kind of music and. Political correct culture, what it's gone and done is just everybody can't express their true self. You right. know, they can't express express their true feelings. Yeah. And art has suffered in result of that, you know? Absolutely. It's just, yeah. It sucks, man. Because, you know, the, the thing that stands out, you, you guys were talking about the performances. The thing that stands out to me the most with Naked Gun is the screenplay. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it I mean, it's so witty. It's so smart. Yeah. It's so smart. Okay. It's so. You say it's so smart. Do you think it would hold up today if Naked Gun was released today? Forget about oh. the PC. Do you think that kind of oh. screenplay. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. But wouldn't it be just seen as uh, this dumb comedy? Like back then, a dumb comedy still, and let's face it, it's not an intellectual comedy, but it still kind of could be big on the box office, you know, where here now, these days, I don't see this. It's like very slapstick comedy, and they tried to adapt that, but dumbed it down like with the scary movies and that. Yeah, like they, they should say nice beaver and she yeah, passes the beaver exactly. or, you know, you got something on your chin, there's half a banana drops yeah. off. That's very slapstick, but... It is very slapstick, but what I was saying about the smart thing, it was just, it was, it, maybe, maybe smart is, I don't mean smart by level of intellect. I mean smart by the way those jokes were written. Yeah. The way they were built. Totally. It, it was witty. Yeah, yeah, witty. yeah, it was absolutely 100% witty. And I think today, I think... I could argue that if you show this film today, a lot of people would laugh. I think so too. Well, I actually think so too. I wanna, that, it's funny you guys say that because I've been, my co-host on Virgin Radio, Sally, yeah. I've been saying to her, you have to watch Eddie Murphy coming to America. Yeah. I've been telling her for, for over a year. And yesterday I got a text message from her saying, I just watched Eddie Murphy coming okay. to America. And I didn't like it. I thought it was lame. And I, I, I haven't replied since. Okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> You're not, she's was, fired. <laughs> like, what the, what the, and then I thought to myself, hold up, she's nearly 10 years younger. She's from a different generation. She's watching it for the first time. I went back. I watched Coming to America last night. Yeah. I just said to myself, how can she not enjoy this? Yeah, I, I agree. This is brilliant. It I is. agree. I agree. Genius. But, but maybe it's just Sally's type of humor too. Maybe it's not a generation thing. Uh, I mean, I I'll take my, my younger brother who's around Sally's age and he loves those movies. He likes that kind of humor. So I think it depends from person to person. Yeah. 
This is Addition. why it's like comedy is the hardest. Uh, it's the hardest genre to to write for yeah. and to act for and to direct for because yeah. uh, you know what people laugh at is completely different one person to another. Totally, everyone's got different tastes, you know. Hard. What about you? Wow, so so many so many funny movies. I'm I'm gonna go very 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 even older school than okay than Anthony. But I'm gonna start with the father of comedy to me, which is Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, what the guy could do without. He, he didn't speak. It was all very physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he's hilarious. And it still lives up today. You can watch these scenes. Uh, when I go cut my hair at the barber, there's a small TV and they put clips of Charlie Chaplin. And I'm still mesmerized and taken. I start laughing at the same thing over and over again. Him uh, picking up something and then his pants go up. And he's he was such a comedic genius that, that there is nothing he did that wasn't fantastic. Even when he took on... Uh, talking roles like yeah. in the great dictator the dig- yeah uh, and he always had something to say even though it was very funny but he always had a message and that's why i love chaplin and 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 the the, the person charlie chaplin the actor not the, the the persona you see in the movies was just fascinating it's funny because uh you know you're he had something to say even though he was really funny it, it brings back the the quote from walt disney where he used to say for every laugh there should be a tear mm-hmm. and this is why you have yep. comedy it's it needs you need to have one to understand the other yep. and then vice versa. yeah of course so, i mean without you know tragedy where's you know happiness where's you the know? comedy yeah, yeah. um li- listen I, I mean i never really got into chaplin mm-hmm. to be honest i yeah. mean i i have watched obviously um, clips and a lot of the, the that famous monologue that he has. Yeah. And, um, what is it? The, the, dicta- great, the, the, great the, the, dictator. the great dictator. But I never really got into Chaplin and not, I don't know, like. But if you look at him, he is I the t- father was, yeah, totally. of slapstick oh, comedy. Totally. And the, I, you know, the whole like Leslie Nielsen yeah. and, and the physical aspect, not the, the one-liners, which are very witty, but the physicality of Chaplin. Of course. And, and, and then you have actors that mimic him like, Jackie Chan and right. th- that are also very physical in what they do. And Jackie Chan, Jackie, I love Jackie, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan is hilarious, man. <laughs> He's one of the funniest dudes in the He's, world. I just want to go have a drink with Jackie Chan. Uh, karaoke bar or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Jackie Chan is funny. Um, see, that's copsy for me. Like I see a, a lot of stuff like Jackie Chan, Jean-Claude Van Damme as comedy. A lot of people don't see that as comedy. Even a movie like Scarface with Al Pacino, that has so many lines that have become so famous. For me, I laugh in that movie more than I do say, oh, he's doing killing people or whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just the whole act, the, the lines in the movie, you know, like the, the – the Say hello to my little friend. Let's, okay. <laughs> I tell you one time, okay? Second night to the back. Like it just <laughs> – you know, when he's speaking to, uh, like, the, I don't know if you guys pick up on this, but when he's on the dance floor dancing with Michelle Pfeiffer and he's like, where's your farm? Baltimore? You know, I don't know. It's, I, it's hilarious to it me, is. man. It is. It's is. It's very it's charismatic. So it's very, yeah. it's yeah. kind of funny. Um, you don't got to walk no more, mama. <laughs> <laughs> he does a damn to, good Scarface. It's, it's hard to he quote does. that movie without swearing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it is. Please yeah. don't. It's like ninety percent. No, no. Yeah, I know. Did, did I, fun fact: Blink One Eight Two. Yeah. Name themselves that because in the movie Scarface, Al Pacino says the F word one hundred and eighty-two times. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. A little bit of movie trivia. Nice. For you. I did not know that. Yeah. Music movie trivia. Yeah, did yeah. Not I know that. That's awesome. Come oh. back next week for your music movie trivia. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Alan? Um, I'm actually going to jump a uh, sidestep here, not not do uh, cinema. Uh, yeah. 
I'm gonna talk about uh, one of my favorite comedies, uh, television-wise. Uh, oh, what do you got? I'm interested. I'm, I'm ready for this. Um, what do you got? And this is this is a series that I have seen from beginning to end. Probably, I don't know, like close to a hundred times, if not more. Uh, I've memorized the episodes, and I still laugh like an idiot. Um, it would have to be the U.S. version of The Office. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Um, that's good. Yeah, that's uh, Steve Carell, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Steve yeah, Carell. Yeah, yeah. I think Michael Scott is probably one of my favorite characters ever in any medium. Um, and I, and again, this is a, you know we were talking about Naked Gun earlier. Um, they actually talked to Steve Carell a while back because there are, there have been rumors that it's being rebooted. The Office is being rebooted, and. Um, you know, somebody asked him, like, do you think Michael Scott would come back and, and whatever? And he was like, Michael Scott would not work in today's <laughs> yeah. world. He just wouldn't. Yeah. And when you watch when you watch episodes of The Office and you think about what he said and you think about our society and PC culture and all that stuff, there's a lot of stuff that people would find extremely offensive today. <laughs> but they're hilarious. Uh, and totally. they're based on truth. Like, that's the thing. It's like comedy is based on truth and it might not be a beautiful truth. It could be a very ugly truth, but it's based on some stereotype or some truth. And. And that's why it's funny. And, and, you know, like you talk about The Office, but I mean, go even further back where you got a show like The Married with Children. Oh, yeah. yeah. With oh, Ed O'Neill. Oh, that would not like, that air would not, right That now. would not air at all. Like, uh, you know, she walks through the door and says, hey, Al, have you missed me? And he turns around and says, with, early, with every bullet so far, Peg. Like, and I'm like, come on, that couldn't be allowed in today's Yeah, because then you would, be, you would be a sexist, you know. Yeah, like, you you're insane. Insinuating that you want to kill his wife. That's why it's funny. Yeah. That's why it is funny. <laughs> Tell yeah. me you've been married for 50 years and you haven't once wanted to just grab a gun and <laughs> shoot your, you know, like your, your husband or your wife. Um, um, <laughs> seriously. Um, let's go for. Seriously. Let's go for one more uh, each really quick right. uh, before we go on our All second right. uh, musical break. Oh, my, my goodness, man. What are, are we movies or TV show? Oh, you guys got to help me. My brain's go, about go, to go explode. For show, go for a TV show. All right, TV show for me. Um, young age. I've got to say, oh, man, it's hard. Like this Seinfeld, this Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, there's Everybody Loves Raymond. All these TV shows for me. Kind of look like Raymond. Oh, come on, all right, come <laughs> on. Deborah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I used to get that a little bit, especially without the beard as well. Um, but that's uh, Ramon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lebanese version. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, 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 all those shows. I mean, Married with Children is another one. Even, I don't know if you guys know Different Strokes. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, course. Gary Coleman. Like, oh, I grew up hilarious. on that stuff, you know what I mean? It's it, Old school sitcoms, man. They were the best. They were. Everyone had a really good catchy theme as well. I don't think there are any good new sitcoms. sitcoms. Oh, absolutely not. I not can't, I can't, with it, personally, with the exception of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Well, that, I don't, that's that Brooklyn Nine-Nine doesn't count as a sitcom. Well, it as counts a funny, as a half hour comedy. Yeah, but yeah. as like something funny on TV. Do I you think, think that's, that's gotten less funny though? I mean, it's that the first two seasons were very strong. I'm still enjoying it. Aren't? Maybe it's because there's nothing else to watch yeah. that's funny. 
Yeah. But I am enjoying the no, show. No, it's still I, great. I love Andy Samberg. It's hilarious. Oh, the, the, I get it. Everyone, yeah, yeah. Everyone kind of compliments each other, right? I mean, I'm looking forward for its new life on NBC now. Like, yeah. you don't know if the comedy is going to change or not because they're on a new network because that could happen uh, because of them being on NBC instead of being on Fox. Like, they could be a little more loose with their jokes maybe. I don't know. Yeah, the, but there was one comedy I want to just mention that yeah. you guys won't even know what I'm talking about. It was called Acropolis Now. It was in Australia. Okay. And what it was, for me, this was life-changing, especially if you're getting into the whole comedy thing, is from 1989 to 1993. So I was six years old. uh, that's a big span of time. Yeah, we went for like four years. It was only like four or five seasons, right? But at 89, I was probably about six years old to seven years old. um, And these guys were created this comedy and it was about some Greek Australian cafe owners okay. who had, had inherited a cafe and, uh, you know, they were just running and it was like one guy from overseas and for this was, it was hilarious. It was Australian comedy, but this, well, these guys were the first dudes I ever saw on TV that looked like me. Cause in oh, Australia yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like all white people, yeah, right? On yeah. to every television show. And then I saw these Greek looking dudes and I'm like, these guys are making jokes and they're referencing Lebanese and, and for me, that just made me think, hey, I like, can even as a kid, like I can, I can do this. Get into comedy, yeah, like yeah, you know, awesome. this is a. So that's one show I just want to give a shout out to, and one of the stars of that show ended up becoming very good friends and working with him later on. Wow, like, isn't wow, that crazy, that's so right? Cool. Yeah, that's shout so out to cool. George Capignaras. I, I don't know if you ever hear this, but <laughs> George, hello, George. Um, mm. Hard. I'm gonna go for. Uh, I'll go for a series. Okay. Uh, didn't last very long, but was also very hilarious. Called "Just Shoot Me." Yes, oh, of course. That was funny. that was very funny with David Spade David and Spade, uh, man. Uh, there was the Lebanese lady uh, Wendy Malik. Wendy Malik, exactly. Yeah, and it was also very funny. Very probably would not survive today of course, of course. with yeah. the models and uh, <laughs> the, the shenanigans jokes. and the sexist and the sex every, and everything going on. Every seven seconds is a sexist yeah. joke in there. Yeah, course. but it was a very very funny show. The characters were lovable. They had their Issues, but 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 again, no more good TV comedies yeah, yeah. nowadays. Can you name another one apart from Brooklyn Nine Nine? Can you Na- like, nowadays? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I'm trying to think, like not at all. I like, mean, there's one right now that's on the air. It's okay. It's not the greatest. It's okay. It's called Happy Together. Uh, Damon Wayans' son stars in it. I yeah. haven't seen that yet. It's, it's not bad. Like I I laugh a few times an episode. I like Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah, he's yeah. funny man. Yeah, he, yeah, he was on like New Girl or something. Yeah, I saw, but. Um, the Wayne's brothers, they were they made good they comedies back in yeah. the day, right? Yeah, they did. early. Early. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's no new sitcoms, right? No, no, no. There's no, nothing. It's like a drought of comedy. It it's, is. It is. Oh, there was Louis. Louis came on. That was pretty dark. That was yeah. Kind of it was funny. But um F is for Family is pretty good. Which I've is seen I've seen the first season. Bill yeah, it's, Burr's, it's pretty good. Um animated series, which which yeah, but there's nothing, there's not nothing timeless, right? No. Nothing that Agreed. will say, oh hey, in 20 years we yeah. could still put this on. Like I could still put any random episode of Seinfeld mm. on. And even Friends, man. Mm. Like let's all right, it's the cheesy pop culture, but, but let's is. not deny that it's one of the best written sitcoms in the history of television. Yeah. Yep. 
like six characters they take one out the show doesn't work they all kind of complement each other you they know? tried they tried to do it with Joey with Joey it didn't, yeah, work. It didn't work yeah it's, it's, it's a funny show man it is I didn't get a chance to give a second film, so I'm just gonna drop it uh, real quick. Drop it. Um, it's a it's a film from the '80s. Uh, it's a comedy, also obviously a comedy, uh, uh, and it starred Barbara Streisand. It's called What's Up, Doc? I think I the film. It. I've heard it, of it, it's, but I haven't it's seen it. Extremely hilarious. Um, it, the the plot line is very simple. It's like these five people who all have very similar suitcases end up in the same place, oh. and the suitcases end up switching. Uh, you know, owners. I think I have, maybe I've seen that. Um, and it's just chaos that ensues. It's very slapstick, but it's very, very, very. Is it based in a hotel? Yeah, yeah. The majority of it is based in a hotel. Is uh, John Candy in it? Or I think I think that's his name. The fat guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Uncle Buck, John Candy. Home Alone, Uh, Home Alone. The the yeah, the the guy in the first Home Alone. Is yeah. he in home? Yeah, alone? yeah, he is. John Candy is in home. He takes the mother back home in the truck, and he's playing the. Oh, polka that's polka. right. He yeah, is yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think yeah. John Candy. I don't think John Candy. Chevy Chase, there. maybe. I think. I yeah, think I, Tupac I, appears in that movie for like a glimpse. I think. Um, it's the same I'm not, movie. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, is there a good wow. scene in a courthouse or something? At the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tupac, Tupac appears in that Tupac and Barbara Streisand. That's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. There um, you go. So here you are. I'm just like, I'm I Googling it real that. quick. It's, but it's like we a setup actually, of a joke. No. Tupac and Barbara Streisand walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no 3G because it's like storming outside. So oh, that's cool. I, um, can I? That, that, I haven't seen that movie. It's, 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 it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I don't know why I've seen that last scene though. Maybe I have seen the movie and I can just remember that last scene. Um, but you know, before we when that uh, Beatles song was on, we were just off air. Sorry to interrupt, man. No, it's all right. Um, we get, we me and Hattie were just having a conversation. And he was saying we we're talking about just. Political correctness, how it uh-huh. once again, how it's just kind of, yeah. you know, killed humor. And he, he was talking about Jimmy Carr. He goes, Do you know Jimmy Carr? Are you a fan of Jimmy Carr? Oh, yeah. So I just want to tell you my Jimmy Carr story. So, yeah. like, you know, I was touring oh, yeah. doing stand up before I moved to Lebanon for 10 years, like yeah. around the world. And 2010, I performed at the Montreal Comedy Festival. Yeah. Um, Isn't that with, like a big comedy festival? Yeah, so it, it's the biggest in the world. Yeah. You, you yeah. have to be invited to perform there. You can't just go do a show. Okay, wow. The festival has to send you or your management an invite to come and perform. So, like, I was doing shows with Bill Burr, um, Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> and, and I, uh, are you right, man? So, oh, the laugh, the uh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, he like, does have that I, laugh. I love that. It's like, <laughs> well, this is the story, right? So, I was on stage, and it, the way it works in Montreal is they're all show chasers. So, you usually got seven minutes, everyone has seven minutes, and um, you know, you just you do show chases, so you'll see uh, you got seven comedians doing seven minutes in this place or whatever. And I was on a lineup with Jimmy Carr, and I could hear that laugh at the back yeah. of the room, and I was just like, "Wow, man, that's amazing!" He was like laughing at my jokes. The next day, everyone stays at the Hyatt in Montreal. That's the hub for the comedy festival. I'm walking in the lobby, and. I hear someone say, hey, mate. And I turned around. It's like Jimmy Carr. Oh, my God. And he goes, uh, he goes, like, great set last night. You brought the effing roof down. And I was like, I'm like, thanks, man. Thank you very much. And it's just kind of, he walked off and went on his way. And I'm like, man, Jimmy Carr just came up to me and said, great set. Wow. 
That's awesome. It's, uh, that's my Jimmy Costello. I, I think we should just end the show on this note. We're <laughs> yeah. done. See you All next right. week. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, that's yeah, crazy. It's, that's so cool. That's a cool, cool experience. Montreal Comedy no, Festival, definitely. man. Oh, for sure. I mean, again, what God is talking about, Jimmy Carr, and that is that again, political correctness, and and how I think today writers, writers, when they want to write a show, they're afraid to tackle certain things or say mm-hmm. certain yeah. things, and that's why I think we don't have good comedies anymore. Well, right. Well, we, when you live in a world where millennials look at Friends and call it one of the most offensive sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, what, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, Who, who's calling Friends offensive? Millennials. The millennials, which I <laughs> mean, like, technically oh, speaking, on. I belong to the millennials. But who but like, listens to them people anyway? Uh, yeah. So know. like you've got you've got people calling you know saying jo- that Joey's sexist. Yeah, and Joey's a sexist. Um, um, people fat shame Monica. Uh, you know, Chandler's it's tra- homophobic. Chandler's yeah. homophobic. It's transphobic. It's whatever. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, wait, what? Yeah. Like oh my God, man! What? Yeah, yeah. It's listen. I, I you say you're a millennial. I don't think a millennial is someone that falls in that age bracket because there's people that fall in that age bracket that think like a normal human being. Right. Like, right. I yeah. think millennial is now become this thing like hipster or whatever, where it's a way of thinking and it's a you know. I just. I mean, I don't know, the first man. time I read it, I literally did the Chandler high pitched what like. <laughs> Um, It's a Mickey Mouse what Hot dog Um, Okay so uh, (laughs) That's not bad (laughs) Thanks (laughs) So uh, (laughs) Okay Goofy (laughs) (laughs) Okay We're sitting here making noises People are listening to What's happening I'm 35 years old Uh, (laughs) Mutating Um, Okay so we talked about favorite comedies Let's uh, start talking about favorite performances in a comedy Um, And and just pick one uh, Because I'm sure we could talk about it for forever So just one standout performance in a comedy film or television series That really stood out to you Stand up? No Like it stood out to you that stood up to you. Ed, Eddie, I thought as you were talking about maybe stand up comedy. No, Eddie Murphy. Um, oh, can I go first? Yeah, 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 yeah. Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. Oh, just wow. the one yeah. that stands out. I mean, I mean, yeah. He plays just so many different characters. And, you know, this guy was someone where, you know, African American young dudes weren't superstars. He was like yeah. the first, and the comedians weren't superstars in general. This is a guy that, and this movie was a big I mean, this was one of the reasons why he blew up, but for this guy to just come out and did what he did and play all those different characters and I still say to this day how he did not get nominated for an Oscar and not win an Oscar for that movie. Yeah, I, mean, I know they don't really look at comedies like that. Mm. Uh, they don't really acknowledge him at all. But that body of work and what he did, I mean, come on, man. You're telling me... If Christian Bale goes and loses 20 kilos and pretends like he's on crack, he's getting nominated for an Oscar. But Eddie Murphy, <laughs> and I, Christian Bale's a beast, all right, but Eddie Murphy goes and plays eight, nine different characters, including white people, and you just watch those characters as if that's a totally different actor. That's like Al Pacino level, yeah, you yeah, know? Sure. And to not even get acknowledged, I don't know, man. That, that's why I feel those whole industry awards are... You know. Oh yeah, the Oscars are beyond. I mean, nobody really looks at them as yeah. anything, anything more than a spectacle yeah. than anything else. But that's my movie, man. That's, that's my. Oh, man. And the Oscar goes to La La Land. Just kidding. Come here, Moonlight. Grab it. You know, like 
What? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, for me no, coming to America. I'm, that was no, definitely. It's it's super. It's hilarious. What what was the chain? Mc McDougal's. What the McDowell's. 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 Yeah. Him being all proud and mopping. Yeah, yeah. And, you know Samuel Jackson's the guy yeah, that comes in absolutely. and holds up the. I think it's one of his first, if not his first, yeah, uh, role. Yeah, well, but yeah, I remember watching that movie and it's hilarious. Crying. It's absolutely. Well, he, hilarious. He, I, I can't say this. My but dad when He opens it. the windows and he's like, "What? Uh, something America? Hello." And, and then like, someone gets like, an F you. Yeah. F you too. Yeah, yeah. Good morning. I yes. love you. Hey, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's got to be the one that stands out for me. I mean, there's so many. But, I mean, is there going to be a part of this show where we can just, like, name so many different comedies that we love? Yeah, sure. Maybe sure. towards the end. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll yeah. there's so many that I just want to recommend to people out there to go watch. Sure. Hud? Favorite performance? Favorite performance. Well, one of my favorite performances has probably got to be Will Ferrell in Elf. I love Will Ferrell. I love, love Will Ferrell. I love freaking Will Ferrell, but no. <laughs> I'm going to go for Steve Carell in The 40 Year Old Virgin. Nice. Wow. Okay. Because, because it was like, I, th I think it was his first lead role yeah, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. And he took something like a, like a topic which is kind of tabooish, yeah, yeah, mm. for sure, and made it funny and made the guy lovable. And because he could have been such a creep, he could have been so hundred percent. Yeah, and then that waxing scene. Oh yeah, ah, which, which is which you guys know is actually real. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And oh. everything he says is improvised. <laughs> and, and you have a, you have a part yeah. with Seth Rogen and I think Paul Rudd just exit the massage room because they cannot. Not laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's and funny. It's, it's very it's funny. It's freaking hilarious. I actually heard that because he yells at Kelly Clarkson yeah, in one of the times. Exactly. And he was saying that um, he, he, he never really uh, heard from her or never reached out <laughs> to her. And he goes, but he was a fan of her music. But that's <laughs> funny. That's a very funny scene. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Funny. It's got heart. It's uh, one of the first. Uh, Apatow ones, right? Yeah, like yeah. that style because yeah. Apatow's kind of created his own genre yeah. now, right? So with a lot of improv and and you have a lot of actors in that movie which later became stars like Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, yeah, they, Kevin they, Hart, yeah. Oh, he has a very tiny role, yeah. cameo yeah, in yeah, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jane Lynch, yeah. Uh, so a lot of Jane Lynch, that's right. Very very funny lady. She is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. She is a very funny lady. So f I'm going to go for 40 year old virgin. All right. Well, you, as usual, we uh, we can't n not cross over at some point because I was going to go back and say Steve Carell in the office for me. Okay. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I kept trying to think of someone else that's really stood out for me with with like a character embodiment of you know whatever it is in a comedy. For me, Steve Carell is just, uh, you know, uh, Michael Scott is, you know, for me, this is why the last season of The Office is just kind of, no, actually the last two seasons of The Office, eight and nine, where there's no Steve Carell. For me, they're funny, but they're not as funny. Like, it just doesn't work without Michael Scott. How do you compare it to the British version with Ricky Gervais? I like the British version with Ricky Gervais. I just don't know if the heart was there. And I there's a lot of heart in the US version of The Office. Okay. There isn't a lot of heart in the UK version. It's very just like the very dry comedy, the UK comedy. Yeah. All whereas, right, cool. whereas there's this human element, like you you know you want to punch him in the face, but you can't not want to hug him <laughs> yeah. at the same time. 
Um, you know, there is a lot of heart in the US version, and that's what I love about it the most. Yeah, I, listen, every time I've watched an episode of The Office, I, I've laughed a lot. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the whole series. I haven't, um, I haven't even sat down and watched a season. Okay. Um, I, I, after this, I'm thinking that I definitely no, you, you should. Have to, you have like, to. Because every time I've watched it, like, I, there's scenes where they kill me like yeah. one that stands out is like they're doing parkour or something it's yes just, parkour parkour yeah. it's so great <laughs> know, it's so, it's so great yeah where, where Jim is like Jim is like parkour is like where you're trying to go from one place to the other <laughs> in the most creative way possible yeah, yeah and yeah. you know and if, if if place A is delusion and place 2 is like whatever then that's exactly what they're doing yeah it's very funny so man. great so great oh yeah. man yeah no for me Steve Carell is Michael Scott hands down Steve Carell's a beast man yeah. he is is a beast and now he's doing all these dramas and yeah. i'm like dude and he does know, it like, well he's yeah. very he's very talented like i can't wait for beautiful boy for that exact reason because yeah. it's steve carell and it's it's ugh. yeah he, he was creepy beast. as hell in fox catcher oh yeah he did that well oh, right? he was scary i was like what the hell is wrong it with this kind of reminded me of what i felt like when i watched one hour photo with, with robin, robin williams. williams yeah oh robin williams killed that yeah he yeah. was he was also very scary I mean, yeah pop out the tv and like, i haven't even i don't even think i've gone back it's, it wasn't like a great movie but his role in that robin williams so, cre- so yeah. creepy so, so creepy with the hair <laughs> the blonde with the blonde hair, Short hair. Oh um, so okay so now that we've kind of covered uh, you know what our favorite stuff is um, how about we dig a little deeper and start talking about like what is it exactly that we look for when we go see a comedy what is it that we are expecting or what are things that we look for in a comedy funny well yeah I mean that's yeah I mean no I, I know you it seems so basic and you think to yourself oh duh yeah but you go watch any comedy that's released on the big screen these days. It's, it's jokes aren't the main priority. Yeah. It's yeah. about special effects. Mm-hmm. It, it's about making sure there's a character that uh, represents every minority. Um, you know, like the whole political correct mm-hmm. thing we we're talking about. And I'm not someone that just tries to start fights with PC people. Right. No, I'm not. I'm just stating the yeah. obvious. Right. Um, all these comedies that we're mentioning, what's the number one key element that makes them work? That they're writing and the delivery right. of the jokes, yeah. all yeah. of them. All, like we, I mean, give me a quote from a movie that's been released in the a comedy movie, like funny quotes, like we're t- quoting The Office, we're quoting Married with Children that's from the 1980s. Give me a movie in the last five years that you can just quote a comedy that's been released. Uh, I'm going to give you one better. Name me a funny movie you've seen in the last four or five years. Like a really laugh out loud funny movie. I, 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 oh, I, I don't think I have, I, I, man. I can't, I can't remember like anything that was so hilarious. Yeah, yeah. See, that was my biggest problem with Tag. And you remember when we talked about Tag. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was my biggest oh, hold problem. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. There is one. Made me laugh out loud. Brothers Grimsby, but only certain scenes like Sasha Baron Cohen. I, I didn't see that, so I don't know. Oh, bro, there is scenes in that movie. But there are other scenes which were like, I can't look at this. <laughs> yeah. The elephant scene. Yeah, yeah, but that's hilarious. I like, like oh. I know you're going to look at it. Yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> Terrible scene. Listen, okay. It's a terrible scene, but <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen can make me laugh out loud, man. He can. I don't know. He can. Okay. Yeah, for um, me. Um, but but yeah. So like, my, my what was I saying? Tag, right? So one of my biggest Sorry. issues with Tag was like exactly what you said. There was so much focus on the special effects of the Tag game. Yeah. That the comedy was just it was like in a backdrop. Like it wasn't totally. even. 
that hilarious. I was literally looking at it going, what am I watching? Like, is this supposed to be an action movie? Like, yeah, a horror movie? I don't, it, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened to all the good writers. I just, I just feel like, you know, that they forget to make the scripts funny, you know? And, and I'll be the first person to say that's what counts. I shot a pilot for a sitcom where I invested a lot of money into it and I never put it out there because I didn't think that it was funny enough. I got lost. It was my first major project on my I shot sketches, but this is I'm talking saying for television. Wow, okay. Um, like for streaming services. I'm talking like a massive project. And uh, it just, you know, I got lost with all the the, the different uh, cinematography and we got to take these drone shots and I totally got blinded by all that. And I've got the number one rule. I'm a stand-up comedian, man. Story, story, story. Like, words, like, words, where's, words. The, yeah. where's the jokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, where, I mean, what do I, growing up or just now, like, what do I love seeing? I love when, when there's scripts with every second or third line is a punchline. It's a joke. You're going to laugh. I mean, that's what we love in comedies. We're, yeah. we're sitting here complaining about it, and I did. I made the number one mistake. So I'll be the first to say, man, jokes are the number one thing I look for in a, in a comedy. Had? I'm I'm not going to say something very different from Anthony, yeah. But, but yeah. And again, going back to something I said earlier, again, I have an issue with uh, people being too scared of saying certain things. Right, yeah. I miss the, the boldness or the not thinking about something and just doing it and saying it without being worried of... Uh, the the consequences because at the end of the day it's a comedy it's yeah. supposed to make you laugh it's it's not more than that it's and not if we can't I mean it's not you, someone you, insulting someone right and if you can't laugh about yourself and laugh about truths about you know within your culture or whatever or mm. gender or if you can't do that then we we are in a seriously like ugly world right now yeah. if we can't even laugh at ourselves or you know like accept a joke. You know, well, yeah, uh, we are totally in that world, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you're right. We are in an ugly world, and that's the, that's where we're living. And and as a comedian, for me, this is, you know, I just, man, ten years ago, I was getting reviews by people coming to my comedy festival show saying this guy's sexist, this guy's homophobic, this, because you write jokes about real experiences, and and because there's a gay guy in the joke, he's homophobic. Because, you know, you, you talk about a story with a woman and might have like a you know sexual encounter or whatever. He's sexist. He degrades women. Like, you know, this is, that was 10 years ago. We have become a thousand times more sensitive True. today. Yeah, exactly. Enabling victimization and being overly sensitive. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean you blinked your eye? <laughs> you looked at Wake up, people. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if we mentioned that this was a spotlight episode. I don't even, I don't even know. We what did is, that. What does that mean? Spotlight. Those are the, our Friday episodes. Our spotlight episodes. Okay. So non, we focus on. Yeah. So we focus on one specific thing, and our Saturday shows is our news hour show. Okay. Can, can I just? Can we have to do a part two of this. We have to. Yeah. No, like because I've named like maybe three movies. <laughs> sure. And the hour's nearly over. Yeah. And it I is. just feel like I have to keep talking. <laughs> it is nearly over. Like, it's like this, ten minutes away. Because I was just saying, like, I don't have these conversations yeah. about movies with hardly anyone. You know. Oh. It's, well, you're welcome here anytime so yeah no we gotta do part two we will, we will we'll do part two we'll do part two all right um so let's uh jump into our final segment here and start talking about our unforgettable scenes so those are scenes from comedies uh that 
are completely unforgettable. So like uh, moments, sequences or whatever uh, that uh, have stuck with us to this day. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go first uh, real quick just to get it out of there. Uh, my favorite, it is also office oriented. Um, Do but you it, watch anything else? <laughs> not right now. Honestly, 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 because I've got a lot going on. So I need, I, I'm one of these people that needs to have something playing in the background. So I've been just binging office, office. constantly. Um, and it comes from season five and it's uh, episode, the episode called Stress Relief. And it's when uh, the character Dwight tries to do a fire warning uh, within the office and everybody gets strapped and it's just utter pandemonium in the office um, with Michael screaming <laughs> bloody murder. You know, women and children first. Oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. It's just, it's so great. <laughs> I think I may have seen that episode. It's so great. It was actually the Super Bowl episode because in, in, in the US, some shows get to have like an hour long special or whatever yeah, yeah, during the yeah. Super Bowl um, and it was the Super Bowl episode of The Office it's a two-parter but it's absolutely hilarious it's it's I cannot like I have to pause sometimes because I can't stop laughing because I'm just I like love that this stuff, is man. it's so good it's so good it's so smart and then at the end he's just like this was a test and then you know one of the characters gets a heart attack and falls over <laughs> it's, like, it's just it's utter pandemonium it's so good it's so great so that's that's my unforgettable scene all right Go for a hat. I'm gonna have a think about it, man. Unforgettable okay. scene. That that's a. I've, I've that's got a one. Good, a good I've, question. I've got one from. Well, I can never memorize the name of the movie, but it's the Borat film. Oh yeah, and it's, it's called Borat. No, it's called the Cultural Learnings of Kazakhstan. I think it's called for, Borat for make benefit uh, America. Yeah, yeah, it has like super but, long title. Yeah, but people know it as Borat, so you're good. So yeah, so the Borat <laughs> movie. Uh, there's the scene where uh, Borat walks into uh, into Azamat. The, the, the big chubby uh, yeah. guy yeah. and, and he's masturbating over Pamela Anderson <laughs> oh, no. and, yeah. they're, and they're both naked and they start fighting and then they're on top of each other and then they run around the hotel and they and they stay in the elevator and there's a person in the elevator looking at them like what's happening and then they end up in the middle of a conference oh, no. <laughs> naked yeah, 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 and fighting right. and, and the funny thing is that they're the only two people acting but everyone else around them isn't they actually know don't know what's happening oh and man yeah, it is hilarious it made funny. me cry and when Sasha Baron Cohen won the Golden Globe for Best Actor he has one of the funny speeches about that scene uh, it's, it's something like uh, he wants to he thanks the actor who played Azamat for having his two Golden Globes uh, on, uh, on, on top of face. him and, he, and when he visited the US He went into Very dark places Which was into The anus of his co-host oh, and, no, and it's just no, no. So watch that scene And then watch the, the The speech It's just Yeah you know When you actually said uh, Memorable scenes That scene like Flashed into yeah. my brain Because that is a memorable hey, scene You can man. never unsee it Because yeah. it's disgusting But it's so Funny at the same yeah, time no, It was It was You know what like I've I've got a list of movies that I like. I said I have to mention these movies while I'm here. Maybe I can think. Maybe one of because when you're saying unforgettable scenes, I mean there's just so many movies that pop into my head. I mean, oh my goodness, man, here no evil, see no evil. You yeah. know that. Oh, that's such a classic. Yeah. Richard Pryor and uh, Gene such Wilder. Such a classic. Yeah, such a classic. Um, man. The movie Friday. Do you guys know the movie yeah, Friday with Ice Cube and Chris Tucker? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen it. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> they, they did next Friday, and they uh, did Friday after, after next yeah. as well. They but, did three of them. They weren't as good. Yeah. The, the Chris Tucker was only in the first one. 
I'm just trying to think of a scene, man. Oh, but there's just my brain is literally exploding. <laughs> so we'll leave that as the cliffhanger then. <laughs> I don't know. I to pick a scene, I'm not sure. Like I just feel like if I pick one scene, there's so many other movies that I'm not doing them justice. Now, it doesn't have to be the best scene. It could be a scene. A scene. A very hilarious scene. Oh my god. A very hilarious man. You put me under pressure now. I, I'm, I'm the dude that can talk underwater nonstop. And you, you've, Look you've what we've done. Me. We've broken Anthony Salemi. You've broken me. I don't know how I want to be put back together again. Like Humpty Dumpty. Um, give me a movie. Give me a movie. That's the. Go for Friday. Go for Coming to America. Anything by Eddie Murphy. The Golden Child. The um, Golden Child, yeah. I know you're a massive Eddie Murphy fan, so. I am. I am an Eddie Murphy fan. I'm just trying to think. There's got to be something that resonates with me. This is probably the, like, now I'm going to name a scene and it's not going to do it justice because it's this big build-up. <laughs> and then I want to name something so simple. Um how about Jim Carrey okay. in okay. Ace Ventura? Okay, yes. all right, all right. Um, the scene um, <laughs> at the end where he's, you know, it's kind of like unveiling everything. In the, in the, the first captain, one, right? In the first yeah, one, yeah, and, okay, and the okay, captain, okay. and then he kind of pulls her dress yeah. off and she's got the big bad yep. feet. And then <laughs> he discovers that she's a man, <laughs> and then he jumps into the bath <laughs> and he's scrubbing himself <laughs> and he's vomiting. And, I don't know, that, that's kind of... But still, it is a hilarious it's scene. A it is a very funny scene. It's very funny. On that note, we're going to say a massive thank you to you, thank Anthony. You, Anthony. Oh, thanks, have, man. We cannot wait to have you again for part two. Yeah, I've got to be prepared. I've got to be prepared for that <laughs> memorable scene question next well, time. You have all the time you want and you need, and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you, man. And thank you. And listen, you. keep tuning in to this podcast, to this show. These guys are doing amazing things. There's no one out there really kind of just talking about movies and, and we all and TV shows, and we all love movies and TV shows so much. So uh, get behind it. Uh, support these dudes man they're doing a great thing you guys thank are great you. man thank you. yeah thank no you. seriously on that note if you want to follow us on social media you could do so on my end at alamahana that's for instagram and had.solo for uh, instagram yeah, and yeah, yeah. At, anthony salami yeah at instagram <laughs> at instagram hey can i just say there's a couple of movies i want to recommend some people sure, there. really, quick. Some, really <laughs> quick uh, cb4 one of chris rock's first movies okay okay uh, house party yeah okay one and two amazing yeah. okay um even if you've got some extra time house party three and this is a movie that is not really comedy. It's just a great movie. John Favreau wrote and directed it and starred in it. Chef. Yes. If you chef. love mo- yes. if you love food and you love a feel-good movie, Chef. Lots of heart. Yeah, lots, lots of, heart. of heart. indeed. Lots of heart indeed. Um, you can also uh, catch this episode or catch us on uh, Facebook and YouTube. You can stream our podcast on all podcast platforms. Um, we're working on the Spotify thing. It's going to come a little sooner. Apparently, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify if you don't live in Lebanon. All right. Um, awesome. Sorry I'm not better looking for all the people watching this. It's okay. You, you have this, so you're yeah, fine. You're good. Yeah, yeah, but try and find this man and hug him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get, a, get a laugh out loud hug from <laughs> the Hod Solo. Thank you again for, for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you again next week, same time, same place, and we'll see you tomorrow for a brand new script to screen news hour. Thank you so much. Thank we'll you. see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys.
Hi, I'm Alan. And I am Hat Solo. And together we can rule the galaxy. <laughs> That might take too much time. Let's talk about films and TV instead. That makes sense. Join us at 3 p.m. every Friday for Script to Screen Spotlight and Saturday for the Script to Screen News Hour. We'll be discussing all the latest news from the film and TV industry. And we'll also enchant you with some of the greatest songs and soundtracks out there. Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. Made to be heard.